Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! So far away, doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore? It would be so fine to see your face at my door. It doesn't help to know you're just time away. Long ago, I reached for you and there you So far away One more song about moving along All right, I forgot. I pushed record. We're recording. But I forgot to uh, go to silent for a minute. So I'm going to just do that real quick. Out of respect for you, buddy. It's not for me. It's for the audience. (laughs) True. So, uh... I got your Girl Scout cookies. And I was, oh, yeah. I was oh, like, shit. I don't know how we're going to we gotta see each other soon. I was actually, uh, I totally forgot. I was going to come. I was going to ask if you want me to come there to do this. I was remembering that time when we used the Girl Scout tracker to go find Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe I forgot, though. Wait, but I was going to, I was going to come up there today. Because I had to go to, I have to go to IKEA at some point. I was like, all right, I'll go to IKEA, and I'll go. We'll do the pod, and I'll get the cookies. But whatever. So yeah, we used the tracker to find Girl Scout cookies one year, and like, we finally found them close to us. We went over there, and as we were walking up, we just had this like epiphany that we just like went online and found like young girls, like where young girls were <laughs> hanging out. We were like, felt bad about it, but we still got the cookies. It's true. We did a quick, we got a, we did a quick exchange to get out of there. (laughs) Hey, it's a thing. They offer it. That's true. And Uh, they made money off it. They got a new, they got a new flavor. French toast. It's not bad. Oh, you bought it? Is it taste like? What does it taste like? Like cinnamon toast crunch it's or like something? It's like just an iced cookie. But it, okay. it's iced cinnamon kind of cookie. It's pretty so wait, good. if I have to go pick them up, um, are you around this weekend or are you like tomorrow? Uh, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it more now. I know. I just, look, I'm not asking you for your full plans. I'm just, you know, I'm not yes. asking you to. Yes, yeah, so I'll be around during the afternoon. Mostly. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I just didn't, I can't believe I forgot I was going to do that all today. Again, uh, I guess this will lead us into our first conversation topic. I've just been watching cable news the entire, like, week, and um, so... I watched any of it until today, so I watched and yet, And yet you and I are probably in the exact, have come to the exact same le- level of satisfaction about the whole thing, which goes to show that I put in 40 hours, you put in four and it was such a waste of my time. 
I mean, I think everyone knew it was a foregone conclusion that he's going to get acquitted. Uh, yeah, did you see his statement? No, what does it say? Um, I'm the best. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a pretty big statement of saying he's not going anywhere. So, um, well, he may not be going anywhere, but there's not too many places he can go right now. There's a lot. Yeah. Of, there's a lot of places that are basically like shunning him and like not wanting to be associated with him. So it's going to be tough. We'll we'll see. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, I was I was riveted by it. I thought that. Um, the prosecution, the the house prosecution, I thought they were awesome. Like I watched, I watched their whole, almost their whole case. And well, I think, and then I read today because I obviously haven't been watching it that they were they had like some bombshell witness that they were going to bring out today, but then they realized that it wasn't going to matter, so they decided not to do it. Well, basically, who was the bombshell witness? This, um, this. Uh, House Republican who came out and said that she knew of the call between Trump and um, um, what the, the Ken McCarthy, the leader of the House, where McCarthy calls Trump and says, hey, I mean, this is like almost verbatim what was said was, hey, there's people, there are people, you have to call these people off or, or call someone in to stop this. And he said, they're not my people. They're all Antifa. He said, no, they're your people. They're chanting your name. And he goes, well, looks like they care more about the election than you do. (laughs) And he said, do you know who the fuck I am? And so McCarthy says back to him. And, uh, And then apparently that didn't really matter because McCarthy went and still went on the House that night and voted against the election. So... I think at this point, what, what all they they so they were saying they were going to bring her on as a because she basically said, "I know this as a fact. I know this happened for a fact. I can tell you other people that know for a fact, and everybody that was around that heard that call, who knows of that call, and everybody who was around Trump during this time should all come forward to say that he didn't do shit because that was a big point of contention yesterday when they did the questions. Was everybody like? people who are like actually interested in justice were asking when Trump knew about this, like knew this was going on. And if he tweeted out, you know, that Mike Pence let the country down after he knew that Pence had been whisked away off the floor. Okay. Okay. And, you know, so the prosecution was basically saying that that's what happened. And the, the defense said, you can't say that that's what happened because there's there's no evidence of this, um, and the, the house was uh, the prosecution was like, yeah, well here's here's our evidence for it, and they said, well that's you know that that's not evidence that's reporting, and they said, well the only person that could tell you what you know what really happened was your client, and he refused to come here, and so anything we say is now considered you know because. He, He's not here to defend himself. He won't. He refuses to come in and defend himself after we invite him. Oh, obviously, he made the right choice. Ah, uh, doesn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
But it, and, and then, um, so for the last thing woman, he probably wants is like fucking sound bites of him, like right. Well, he doesn't. Not him. It's the people around him that they probably had to chain him down to not let him come. Um, <laughs> but but the woman basically who came out, she had been. It wasn't brand new news. She'd had this out. She'd said that this conversation happened. But because that was such a big deal yesterday, she came out and said, look, this happened. I've said that this happened. There's a lot of people who know this happened. This needs to get on the record and everybody needs to come out and say this because what happened is bullshit. And she's a Republican House member. Um, And so, yes, rather than bring her in as a witness, they just agreed that that was in the record. Yeah, they put on like a written statement. Yeah. So... But in, in, you're right. In the end, it wouldn't. It didn't. It didn't wind up mattering. Um, well, we'll see what matters, right? Like, yeah. Um, I watched that whole thing. I think that's probably the most watched. I imagine that would be like the most watched um, impeachment trial. Um, there's no way that he looks good out of that whole thing, you know? Yeah, and I'm sure Biden's pretty uh, pumped that the whole thing's over with, anyway. Yeah. I think everybody's kind of pumped it's yeah. over. I just, I think it's, um, but what they put, but basically what the, what the house put on the record was you're okay with what happened, you know, like for the future is basically, you know, I, I don't know if I'm, I don't know. We'll see if we'll see if people care enough or they were just rooting for their guy, but it was really hard to watch it and not be really, really mad at everybody at him and everybody that let this happen. Well, you know what was? Uh, do you have any notes this week? No, no, I don't. No, I didn't. No, really uh, watch what was really hard to watch and uh, was the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, that was our. That's not really a note. That's our second subject. Right. I was gonna. Now that you didn't have any notes, I was trying. Oh, to okay. Speak, I got you. I got you. We got. Uh, we got beat up. Yeah. Well, we. Well, also, the Chiefs year. didn't score any fucking. Any touchdowns? Yeah, we did so well last year that we were due to get kind of destroyed this year. I can't believe that Kansas City didn't score once. That's just crazy to me. Well, their whole offensive like it was it is really stupid. Like I, when I look back on it now, um, you look like their whole offensive line was out. Um, I don't know. Their coach's son had just gotten in like may have killed somebody right before it, like all this stuff, like all these distractions, all these things. And Tampa Bay was like, was so locked in. I, I just kind of feel like we really overlooked what was going to happen in that game. Like I, I was very guilty of dude, it's Mahomes. He's definitely, it doesn't matter. It's Mahomes. Yeah. And in football, that's how I felt too. I was like, yeah. dude, Kansas City's offense is just high powered. Like they're just gonna run over. You know, in football, yeah. it's, there's too many people on the field to make that make too big a difference for that to, you know. Um so yeah, it's uh So did you see Tom Brady just getting hammered? <laughs> no, no. I saw him throw the, Yeah. I saw him throw the trophy from one boat to the other to Grunk. Oh, he was so hammered, like, some guy was, like, had to, like, hold him and walk him to some place that he was walking to because he was just, like, mess. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Uh, but I guess he came out today and said he's done partying. Like he's he's on to uh, next year or something. Um, so, yeah, so we lost our ass. Uh, Tampa Bay now, I guess, is trying to get or looking. I don't know if we want to keep talking about the Super Bowl. What did you think about the weekend? Oh, the the person, not the yeah Super Bowl. Sorry, um, yeah, it's a halftime show. I thought it was. I thought it was good. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. It was. Um, I don't know. Uh, I I didn't really. I, I I've seen a lot of people have problems with it. I didn't really have a problem with it. I thought it was entertaining enough. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a couple of the song choices, the slower things, I probably could have like. He probably should have stayed away from him since it wasn't really the audience for that. Right. But like the second to last song that he sang, I don't remember what the song was, but it was like, dude, really, this is what you're going to close with? These two songs? I mean, we knew what the last song was going to be, but um, I thought it was good. It was an interesting year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was um... – yeah, like he's got a whole tour that he's selling now on top of it. So I think he he did himself well. I think people were like, "Yeah, I want to see that." But uh yeah, it, it's there's nothing. I mean, the the stakes were kind of low, right? We were in a pandemic. The stadium's only like a third full. We were like commercials are like limited what they can do and so I don't know. I think there was such low expectations for everything that it was like, like if you were going to say that Super Bowl as far as normal, like is like would you like it was over fifty percent normal, right? It was like seventy or sixty percent normal. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm not that's excluding all of like Super Bowl weekend and all of the stuff, but I just mean like as far as watching the game, the halftime, the commercials, it was like. It was it was like the um, indie version of of the Super Bowl. It was like Super Bowl light. Well, also like the game wasn't that good. Yeah, it's true. Like, it's true. I think like everything kind of gets um, amplified when the game sucks. You know what I mean? Everything else. True. Good point. Did you uh, did you like any of the commercials? Uh, I went back and rewatched them all because. I also, like Tom Brady, had a very fun time that weekend. And, uh, um, Tracy Morgan which, was pretty good. Yes, that was probably my favorite one. Yeah, that one and the Will Ferrell one. Those are my two favorites. The Norway? Yeah. The electric vehicle one? I think those are my the two ones I liked the most. Um, yeah, the Bruce one, of course, was interesting. Like, that was the one that you're, that I think was that paid the most attention to, but now you can't even see it because he had to, I just want to talk about this. Who's the guy that decided to like give like Bruce Springsteen a DWI, like in New Jersey. I heard that. I know exactly, but I heard that he only blew, he had one tequila shot with a fan because a fan bought him a tequila right before he left the place that he was at. And he's like, blood alcohol level wasn't even like enough for a DUI. 
Well, what? I, I thought it was just point zero two or some shit. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like really. Um, but like, imagine being that guy. Like, I actually looked that guy up. His name was like posted. I was just like, I want to know who the the jabroni is that fucking gives Bruce a DWI in New Jersey for not even being like, wait, you know, like it's one thing if he's like a danger to like the road. It's another thing if it's. Uh, I'm not saying that anybody should be allowed to, but Bruce in New Jersey, if you're if you're if you if you're not safe when you're Bruce and you know like yeah exactly I don't know I, I, I'm pretty that's sure not fair to say but I'm sure if Billy Joel got busted or uh, hit up on Long Island he would have been left out <laughs> yeah but but right and, and and Billy Joel isn't even to Long Island what New Jer- like Bruce is to New sure. Jersey I'm just you know? saying as a net reference I uh, right. I get the reference. I'm just trying to think of. I don't even know who would be a even like who else is as associated with that as as Bruce. Dolly um, Parton with Nashville. Yeah, it's a, that that's yeah. Snoop Dogg in L.A. <laughs> L.A. just put out their Super Bowl um, video, and it was narrated by Snoop Dogg, and I was like, he is just come the like. He is the center of it. He is like the LA go-to guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, what did you think of? Did you have any other any other commercials that you liked? The M and M's commercial. That was good. I was I was gonna say the Will Ferrell and uh, Tracy Morgan were my favorites. So, uh, you we already talked about it. Um. So yeah. <laughs> Do we have odds of next year? Yeah, let me pull them up. I saw – I think the Chiefs are still the favorites. Um, well, that's interesting. My sports my sports betting site has changed its – oh, there you go. It just changes its login look. Um, Super Bowl. So the Chiefs are 5-1. to one, The Bucks are 8-1. to one, The Packers are 12-1. to one, The Rams are 14-1. to one, Bills are fifteen to one. The Forty Niners are fifteen to one. Speaking the Raven- of Rams, what do you think of uh, Steph? Well, well, let's well, let's let's go. Look at the Ravens are eighteen to one. Saints twenty to one. Colts twenty five to one. Dolphins twenty five to one. Seahawks twenty five to one. Bills. Bills are fifteen to one. And then the final: the Browns, Cowboys, Chargers are all thirty to one. Steelers, Cardinals. Steelers thirty five to one, Cardinals, Patriots, Titans, Panthers all forty to one, and it goes to Bears, Raiders. Anyway, um, you want, uh, wait, I should. I sorry, I should find out where the Giants are. The Giants. No, you don't. Are eighty five to one. <laughs> yeah, they're okay. Um, Jets, Jets one hundred to one. I think Daniel Jones like won most improved player or some shit at the awards, and I was like, really, like. Every Giants fan would be like, there's got to be someone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you like uh, that? You like the Bills? I mean, yeah, 15 to 1. I, I mean, I don't know. See, I, I like the Rams at 14 to 1. So that's why I was holding AJ off. AJ Watt is, I mean, he, he's probably going to the Pittsburgh Steelers to play with his brothers, but he might go to the Bills. So, 
Oh, really? Um, I'm not really going to – J.J. Watt's not going to put over – I know, but their defense is pretty good. Um, cool. But, yeah, I like, I like the Rams at 14-1. I think that they're, they're – if Stafford is really good – that team is ready to win. You know what I mean? Um, the same Stafford way that the Bucs were. I love that Jason or Goff was like, was like, uh, I'm finally going somewhere that I'm wanted or some shit. He said something like that. And I was like, dude, you got traded. They wanted to get you out of town. Yeah. Um, the two other two bets on the on the table right now are Deshaun Watson next team and what Carson Wentz next team. The favorite Deshaun Watson still the Texans at um, plus one twenty. There, there's a lot of rumors right now saying that the Patriots are going to go all out to get him. Well, then I would talk about that because that's thirty to one right now. So I would think about putting a little bit on. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm putting that in, the, in my my bank right there. Uh, Broncos three to one, Forty Niners four to one, Dolphins plus four fifty, Jets six to one, Panthers twelve to one. Uh, Wentz, Forty Niners. Well, okay, why would they be at the top? Plus three thousand. Uh, Bears are even to get Wentz right now. Colts. Col- Colts are even to get Wentz. They like so the Colts. Or was it? Yeah, I think the Colts offered two second round picks, and that's it. Apparently, like Philly is like asking too much, and like no other no other team is like like saying, you know, fuck you, we're not doing it. Yeah, well, do you want wins? Like I wouldn't. No, want no. So like that's like the high two second round picks is like the high, but you know they could probably get like. If they get if the Bears jump into this, they can get like um, Trubisky in return. Not that you want Trubisky, but at least you have like somebody, right? Um, I know they are talking about Hurts being their guy, but I don't know. I don't think he's going to be the guy. Um, so yeah, two I, I just put you know what? I just put five bucks on Deshaun Watson going to the Patriots. Yeah, when it's one hundred and fifty, why not? Um, yeah, why not? All right. Um, so, yeah, I totally forgot about this. You saw the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations? Oh, yeah, that's another thing we can add. But So we're done with the Super Bowl? That, like, we didn't really talk about any of any of the game because it was kind of boring. And Gronk scored two touchdowns, which could have been a good bet. Um, Actually, though, but, but here's the deal. And just so you don't kick yourself about Gronk, Gronk odds weren't very good. Like, like, I mean, his odds were very good, so his his price was really low just because you have a lot of people that don't bet betting that. You know what I mean? Like, he is a popular pick for considering – but it doesn't matter because he would have won money. So <laughs> it's kind of a stupid argument. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, all right, so let's go – Let's talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I forgot about that. All right, so here are the nominees. You tell me who's getting it for sure. Mary J. She's not a a for sure. Kate Bush. Definitely not for sure. I voted. I voted for Kate Bush. I like Kate Bush. I'm a Kate Bush fan. Not like a fan. 
Devo? Yeah, Devo. Devo always gets uh, denied. Foo Fighters? They're like 100% in. Go-Go? Right, right yeah. don't you think? They're yeah. Like, I mean, they're one of the biggest acts. Like They're just, but they're everything. Like, But the problem is, the only thing that would keep them is they're like the last rock band, you know? So... Mm -hmm. Like at some point, like they want to maybe like wait a little bit until they like retire or some shit, but they're never going to retire. No, I think. Did um, you hear them on Howard? I I started I started listening to it. I haven't. I it, no, no, not the whole thing. Um, so some, just yeah. So some of it was good. There was like this part where uh, Howard asked about like who's going to induct them. They get in. Yeah, and. Uh, they said, you know, they said, you, Howard. And he's like, no, I've already done it. Don't ask me. <laughs> he's like, the last thing I want to do is leave my basement. <laughs> um, <laughs> they said, uh, I forgot who it was. It was, um, oh, the either the one of the guitarists or drummer for the police. Dave Grohl had this like whole like story about how like, you know, when he started the Foo Fighters, he just put out an, uh, you know, an album and like did all, he like did all the uh, instruments and did all the vocals and everything and didn't want to put his name on it because he didn't want anyone to know that it was him. Uh -huh. And he got that idea from the police guy because the police guy did the same with his album that he put out, like some random album. You don't remember if it was Stuart Copeland or Andy Summers? Maybe it was Stuart Copeland. Stuart Copeland was the drummer. Nah, maybe it wasn't Stuart. I don't know. It was one of those guys. Well, uh, Andy, Andy Summers, there's a whole documentary about him on Amazon that's really good. I don't remember him putting out his own album without his name, but it could be. All right. Let me just look this up real quick. We uh, know it wasn't Sting. Maybe maybe it was Stuart Copeland. Did he have another band? Well, Stuart oh. Copeland wound up like scoring movies and shit, um, or yeah, producing. I I, so basically, Dave Grohl said like he, um, you know, wants him to do it, and you know Howard Stern's like, all right, <laughs> he's like, which one of the people in the band is gonna like? raise your hand and like come out and say that this is a terrible idea and you want someone else. And Pat Schmier was like, I'll do it. He goes, I think you should have Dave Grohl's mom do it. And everyone started laughing. Uh, but uh, it was... Yeah, so that's 100% why they're getting in. Okay. Um, the Go-Go's? I think the Go-Go's get in this time because of that documentary. I think that they become a little more yeah, a little. It's a little more chic to like to want the Go Go's in. Iron Maiden. I think Iron Maiden winds up getting in. I don't. I. I mean, I. I'll tell you. I looked at the the vote, and so like <laughs> because oh, I'm like can a, see, you like, can see where the vote is. Yeah, yeah, you can see where the vote is. All right. Well, let me give you the, all the people, then you can tell us what the vote is. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Jay Z. Um, I don't know if Jay-Z gets, I, I, he'll get it eventually. I don't know if he gets in this, this go around. 
Shaka Khan. They'll probably put Shaka Khan in, right? I don't know. There's a people lot were like, man, that she was. Carol King, definitely in. You can just mark that one up. Okay. Uh, she's definitely in. Um, Carol King, a uh, fella, fella Kuti. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know. They that person had the least amount of votes. I remember that. LL Cool J. He won't get in, but he should be in. He was on my when I voted. He was one I voted for. New York Dolls. I don't know. I don't think the New York Dolls get in. They're interesting though. Like if you watch that Fran Lebowitz thing, she loves the New York Dolls. Um, Rage Against the Machine. So they did. They got denied before. Yeah. Um, you know my thoughts. They're like my favorite band of all time. So I think they should be in. Um, I think they get in right now because, uh, yeah, I think I think that they want to get. I mean, I've already exceeded how many will get in, so that's just what I know. Todd Rundgren. I don't. I don't know enough about Todd Rundgren. Your videos. Uh... Not great right now. Yeah, know. my whole my whole um everything just got slowed down. I couldn't is is it better now? Uh yeah, kinda. Yeah, I, I couldn't search my email for some reason. Everything's got super slow. Tina Turner? She's in. Yeah, probably, right? And Dion Warwick, she's in. Oh, I don't think I don't know. Oh, think- Dion Warwick is like She's big now because of her her um of her uh yeah um because of her Twitter. Um so yeah, maybe she gets in. Oh, I'm wrong. The new okay. leader on the on the fan vote leaderboard right now is Fila Kuti. What? Yeah, that came out of nowhere. They probably were like, Who is this person? Uh what yeah. uh so He's who, got 117,000 votes. The next highest is Tina Turner with 80,000 votes. And Foo Fighters, Iron Maiden, and Carol King. That's your five that would get in. I bought a uh, record of Tina and Ike Turner. Uh-huh. Well, they're already in together. Yeah. But, like, this record has, like, her singing Let It Be mm-hmm. by the Beatles or whatever. And it's, like, it's really good. Uh, Suns won 120 to 111. Okay. And back to things that people care. (laughs) No, because no one cares about this either. Um, All right. So Tina Turner and who's after Tina Turner? uh, Fila Kuti, Tina Turner, Foo Fighters, Iron Maiden, Carol King. That's your top five right now. Okay. Followed by the Go-Go's, Rage, Dionne Warwick, Shaka Khan, Mary J. Blige. Devo, Rundgren, Jay-Z, LL Cool J, New York Dolls, and Kate Bush bringing up the rear. Um, all right. Um, should we move on, or do you have anything else to say? No. I think that's good. Who do you – I mean, who who do you – like, so my I voted for my five, right? I voted – you can vote for five. I voted for the Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's, Rage Against the Machine – LL Cool J and Kate Bush. That's who I voted. Inductees are announced May tw- May in May. Um, I definitely think uh, Foo Fighters, Carol King, Tina Turner, 
Um, and I hope the Go-Go's get in. And uh, I don't, I guess, I don't know who Fila Kuti is, but maybe that person gets in. So you're not, you're not into Rage Against the Machine getting in? Not, um, you've never cared much for them? Yeah, I've never been a huge fan of theirs. I don't know. I mean, I like their music. I just haven't been a, like a diehard, like, listen to them, like, you know, some people. Right. Well, well like the way you are with Carol King. Carol King has written a lot of shit. Uh, some a lot of hits she's got, um, and she wrote them for like a big X. So anyway, anything. I'm else? not anti Carol King. I'm just not using the fact of whether or not I listen to them a lot as the reason they should get in. Sure. Well, you asked me. You're not like a, yeah. No, well, I, I just not, I, I do not listen to Carol. I, I know she's I got a musical. You. She's got a musical. Rage Against the Machine doesn't have a musical. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So two things we're watching. Cecil Hotel. Um, I don't even know if that's what it's called, but um, it's a documentary on Netflix about the Cecil Hotel. We were living here when this happened. Or were you living here when this happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this thing, when it went viral, was like, I was all into this shit. Like, I was like... Me too. I think the the most affecting thing, because, you know, we were obviously got all the local news reports of this. And, uh, the, and they talk about this in the documentary, like, I think in episode two. Uh, it's the fact that everybody was, like, drinking the water. And using the water right. to brush their teeth and, like, showering. And you're just like... When you find out, like, what you are drinking, like, that has to affect you for life. Like, I even get, like, nauseous, like, even talking about it. And, like, the girl in the in the documentary was like, yeah, I'm going to be scarred for life, probably. She's like, I'm going to have emotional problems, like, about that for forever. Like, I can't even, like, think about it. I totally forgot that that happened when I started watching this. I started watching this, I was like, oh, yeah, this is... Um I totally remember this thing. This is like, I was like totally into this. I was so psyched that they did some kind of documentary on it. I didn't know that there was a conclusion basically. Or I didn't remember that there was. And, I didn't remember um, the conclusion. I mean, it, I heard, I knew that uh, uh, about the diagnosis, uh, diagnosis of her like medication, but I didn't know like the yeah. whole thing part of it. Um, but um so, yeah, so I was, like, really – like, someone had recommended it to me yesterday, and I was like, oh, yeah, uh, sure, I'll check it out. And I watched the uh, trailer, and I was like, oh, shit, that's – I remember that. I totally want to see that. I always wondered what happened with that whole story. And um, I didn't love the series, to be honest. I watched I, all four I episodes last night. But... Yeah, I, I didn't love it either, but uh... – I like all the L.A. Skid Row stuff. Like, Yeah, it was interesting. And uh, I love that, like, I think it was in the first episode where the couple came from England or where were they come from? And yeah. they, they were documenting their trip and they're, like, talking about the place and they showed their video, like, their home movies of them going in. And, like, they're, like, you know, just the whole 
experience of the Cecil Hotel. I like thought that was pretty effective. He's like, you come in, you see the grand entrance, and then you're like, ah, and then you get in the elevator, and it's like just shit. Yeah. Um, and then I love that they came up with the idea to split the hotel. Like whoever came up with that idea, like that would not get a deal on Shark Tank. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> to do three still- floors of the hotel as the nice hotel. Uh, and then like the two, two separate houses. <laughs> but they but shared, still- they shared the fucking elevator. Like they, didn't have any sort of key system to like block people from going into the part of the hotel. But they're still doing it, right? They're still going to keep it that way with because they have to. So now they're turning it. They said that they're turning it into a luxury hotel with like a pool yeah. on the top and everything. Yeah. Um, Just a bad idea. Yeah. It's in a yeah. bad part of town. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a great documentary, but just like reliving that footage, like is so freaky, man. I know. The the thing that I got the most out of it though was the I was more creeped out by the people that were so into it than anything. There's this one guy, I just I every time he came on like the TV we like yelled because we were like, This guy is really fucking creepy. Like he's way he kept there's uh, he kept talking about how he can be like really connected with this girl, and like how he is trying to live on in her memory and all this. It's like, dude, you saw this girl in a vi- like a video of an elevator acting wacky. You didn't. You don't have any connection. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, I had to see her gravesite. It's like, did you? Yeah. Um, and my friend touched it for me. Yeah. Well. It- so weird. Dude, the whole thing was just I felt bad. How about the death metal guy? Like, he fucking. Oh, dude, that was so. I He's like, no one apologized. I wish we were watching it together because this is a conversation that went out in my, my house. It's like, so in episode four or three, they introduce uh, this guy. Um, fuck, what was his name? Um, Mayhem? No. No, uh, not Matador, um, uh, Morpheus or something. No, no, it's important that we know what his name is because Morpheus, wasn't it Morpheus? No, it wasn't Morpheus. It was, it was more, anyway, are you looking it up? Yeah. Oh, all right. Morpheus. Um, you don't look up Morpheus cause that's like gonna, well, it will come up. What's uh Cecil? Oh, there you go. Cecil hotel. Morbid. Morbid. Okay. Morbid. So we're like watching it and like they're like they introduce Morbid and he's got his face painted and he sings songs like like these death metal songs and he's covered in blood and da 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 and then they're like cut to episode four and he's like everybody hates me like I had to I had to like try to kill myself and I got checked into this clinic just because I stayed there a year before that girl was even there and everybody thought that I had killed her. And then you're like, he's like, I just think, you know, these sleuths, like these sleuths, they can just say whatever they want and there should be consequences. It's like, oh, Morbid, there's some consequences to your your speech too. Your way of life. Yeah, maybe, maybe don't go on and sing a song about killing a Chinese girl, you know? 
Maybe maybe that's not a good look for you, Morbid. You know, maybe this is your come to Jesus moment. <laughs> I'm really sorry that that the sluice affected your life, Morbid, but uh, maybe not like singing songs about like um, like skull fucking corpses or whatever you're into. You did make a good uh, point about the cyberbullying. He's like, you know, not everyone's as strong as me, you know, and like a lot of people take their lives. Just kind of like so. You know, we saw Don't Fuck With Cats. You know, all these people right. like that just, like, go on the internet and, like, just do this shit. Like, I don't have time to sit in here. Like, <laughs> See, that's the thing is I but, do have the time. Like, no, I, I say I, that. You know. I say that. But when this story was happening, I was, like, hunting the internet for everything. Yeah, me too. Uh, I watch uh, 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 like a lot. I remember watching uh, that video a bunch of times. The one thing I remember is the drinking of the water, and it affected me. It still affects me, and I'll always remember it. Because um, I just, like, it just makes me sick to my stomach. Like, if you're a person, then you found that out. Like, how you had gone knowing that you had ingested a body. It's like, There's a couple things that I wish that they had done more of. One was I re- we, were, we were watching, we were really wishing they... A, well, wish they had better interview subjects than a bunch of like virgin guys that were following this on the internet, um, yeah. and had people that like knew her, like even the people that stayed in the room with her that had her kicked out. Like, let's get those people in the record. You know, like there's so many more interesting yeah, people. Right. I'm sure that they just couldn't get them. Um, but, but like you said, like the couple that came to stay after. That was probably the most interview, like inter- interesting interviews that they had were with those people. Yeah, because they were the ones that enlightened us more. But I like when they had all the people show up to the hotel and just doing their own investigations. Oh, yeah, it's like so. So, and like the best is like, I mean, just kind of like I imagine if I'm one of those people and I'm looking back, I'm like, holy shit, I needed, I, I, I was like. You know, if it's like if you look back at yourself in like early high school and like the really dumb decisions you made and the things that were important to you and like you're like, wow, I was such a loser. Like I imagine that these people have to be doing the same when they see footage of themselves. They're there like three years later and they're on the roof and they're like, There's handprints on the water tower. It's like, yeah. yeah. Because homeless people like party up there every night. <laughs> so like I kinda wish I didn't know some of this stuff, like when they revealed the uh um, about the elevator door, because that was like the creepiest part of the video. It's like the elevator door wouldn't shut. And right. You're like, oh, why isn't it shut? Why isn't shutting? Like this is like there's a ghost. There's I some- totally thought the whole time it was a ghost. I really did. I thought this the whole like up until I watched this, I thought it was a ghost the whole time. But then when they went there and they figured out that the door opened button, that was crazy. Um, I don't know. It was a. Uh, it wasn't a great documentary, but just remembering all that shit that happened. No, right. It's worth. It's worth. Right. It's worth going to stroll down memory lane with it. But it wasn't. And then they like nonchalantly like talk about how the sister gave them evidence that she was like bipolar or had like or she had a manic episode like this before, where she would do shit like this, and you're like, well, why not bring that in? Or bring her, bring the <laughs> right. sister in to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, she probably doesn't want to talk about it, but 
But uh, how about that friggin' uh, the general manager? Like one the first day on the job, she's like, "There's a dead body." Yeah, she's she. No, I wasn't her first day on the job. She's there from like 2007 to 2017. That happened no, in not, like 2000. No, there was a different dead body. She said the oh, first yeah, day yeah, she yeah, was yeah. there. They Listen, got a call that there was a dead body in one of their rooms. She wasn't exactly the sharpest tool in the shed. No. Uh, I liked her. She's another person I'm glad they had interviewed, you know, like, because she just was like, I want to tell my story. I'm like, good. You're, she, she just you should be telling your story because you're, you're an interesting character. She just wrecking um, the hotel. Um, well, she should be wrecking the hotel because it's a mess. But she still loved the hotel. Like in the end, she was like, "I hope she finds a good." I hope but it's crazy. I think at one point they said that the hotel was sold to twenty-four million, and then the new hotel it was at eighty-five million. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. But anyway. Um. Well, um, when the guy yeah. said that you step into the room and it's like sticky. <laughs> you know, it's funny. So the other thing is, is like when I, when I've traveled, when I traveled like to Europe, I used a site a lot like the site that those people used to book the Cecil hotel, like where you pay, it's like cheaper because it, it, you know, it's like all inclusive. It's your flights, your hotel, all for like a certain price. And you're like, oh, well I'm right in the middle of, you know, like um, I'm right in the middle of Amsterdam. So, oh, I'm only like, five minutes away from this square or 10 minutes away from this part, you know, like, yeah, let's, let's, that sounds like the perfect place to be, you know, and you don't know that it's probably like this shithole, you know? Um, but I had the same attitude that, that they had where you're like, well, I'm not really going to be in my hotel. So it's kind of close and uh, I'm just going to be here to sleep. So who cares? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, they, I haven't had. They, got duped, they got duped by the internet, you know, of like the look of it and like the cheap. Yeah. Like, as right. you're saying, they got duped. Uh, but if I was, if it was me, I'd be like, I'm not staying here. Not happening. Well, really? As soon as I saw that room, I'd be like, I'm out of here. See, I could send you pictures of the rooms that I stayed in, and I'm like, well, this must just be Europe. <laughs> um,. All right. So uh, there's a movie that came out this weekend that, uh, well, there's a couple movies that came out, but only one that we watched. Um, Judah. Yeah. I'm trying Black, to think. Uh, yeah. What's up? Uh, yeah. Good. On HBO Max. Yeah. So I was dying to see this movie and I was like, dude, I'm definitely watching this tonight. I can't wait. You know, like my usual bullshit. And I was like, uh, I, you know, let's watch this and we'll talk about this. And of course, you being the, trooper you are what i mean not that you didn't want to see it but like whatever you watched it and then i got stuck watching this all four hours of the cecil hotel and put this on after and only made it an hour through uh and i was like all right i'll wake up in the morning and watch it and instead i watched closing arguments on this case and then i'm like well i did it again i only half watched the movie that we're supposed to watch for the podcast and this time i was the one that set up watching it this uh, movie was very good. I really liked it a lot. Um, I do have to say that there were times where I got a little lost in the narrative, not sure what was happening. Uh, there was like a side, there was a side story 
that I can't remember right now that I was like, what? This is not even any of the characters that we know from the movie. Um, they like, but uh, my favorite, I don't know if you got to this part, but did you see the, when uh, Hoover got involved in this whole thing? Um, Martin Sheen? No, yeah, just in the beginning. He's only in the beginning for me so far. No, there's Martin Sheen like who looks unrecognizable. They did a really good job with the makeup. Um, and Jesse Plemons. Okay, can we just say that Jesse is Jesse Plemons? Who do you think is a better actor, Jesse Plemons or um, Michael B. Jordan? Like, are they? Those are the two. Those are probably the two best actors, and Kyle Chandler to come out of Friday Night Lights, right? I was wondering where, where that comparison was coming from. Yeah, I want to. I I said it backwards, but who's like the best actor to come out of Friday Night Lights? Um, I'm going to tell you who else is really good out of that is Journey Smollett. She's like fucking there really go. good. There's another one. Um, who is the best? All I know is um, Jesse Plemons is very good in this movie. Yes, he is. He's really good. He's really good in this movie. There's this one scene where he like, uh, which I don't think you got into, where Martin Sheen like and him have a conversation about what he's going to, what he expects of him and starts bringing up like his family and like how he's like, He's like, what happens if your daughter brought home a black guy? What'd you, what'd you do? And he's like, what do you mean? And like, put him on the spot to just see if like, like where he was in his mindset in terms of like racism and stuff. Right. And and it's like a really good fucking scene. Well, okay. So we're talking about him, but like, let's talk about how good fucking like Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya are. Daniel Kaluuya is like really short though. He's the. At sometimes I thought he was a little over the top. Okay. Um, but you at the end, first of all, let's just say the opening was great, wasn't it? Great. Yes. I don't remember a movie that opened up with all just like archival footage leading up to the the start of the movie. I don't know. I can't. I was trying to remember like when someone did that, but. yeah, he was a little over the top, but then at the end you see the real guy and you get like, oh, okay, well maybe he really was this kind of like this type of like over the top guy. Um, but uh, yeah, Lakefield was awesome. He was really good too. And it was it had, it had a little. Are you talking about Lakeith Stanfield? Lakeith, sorry. Uh, it had a little Donnie Brasco kind of thing yep. to it. It was very uh, Donnie Brasco esque. But, uh, yeah, they show you, like, the real guy at the end. Like, it's it's interesting. Because a, a lot of things happen that you'll get to that, you know, make kind of like him, like, make all these hard decisions. He but, plays, like, four roles within that role because he's playing, like, yeah, like, you know, a Black Panther, a guy spying the Black Panthers, a guy who's trying to fit in with, like... White, white people and a guy who's like dealing, coming to terms with what he's doing, you know, it's like, yeah. um, yeah, it, it, that movie. Yeah. So the way they like present it too, like when he starts getting all conflicted, 
they do a really good job of like setting that scene and like showing the conflicts non-verbally and in, involved in the scene itself. Like basically like you're like, Oh shit, they're talking about a rat, you know? And like, he has to figure out how to like make himself like not be a suspect. Right. So you see like this whole thing like transpire and like in the background basically of the conversation of him, like, I mean, obviously they focus on him cause they want you to see it, but you can see the, the change of emotions, like of, of him, like trying to figure out how to like conduct himself and what he needs to do next in order to make, somebody believe in what he's doing i don't know i thought it was really good well it's a it's a you know it's a really well shot like really well directed movie like you think about how good that um the shootout scene is uh that's like an hour into the movie oh yeah right after i left off pretty much um that shit's like that's that's up there with that's like you know when you look at like the michael mann and um spielberg like I don't know. I think of Spielberg because I think of uh, uh, Munich. I thought that shootout was so good. It's like that, you know? Um, yeah, it's a good movie. By uh, Shaka King, who I guess directs episodes of Shill, High Maintenance. He's, he's mostly a TV guy, it looks like. Um, it looks like this is like his first movie he did a movie called newlyweds or newly newly weeds a pot smoking thing a match made in a stoner heaven turns into a love triangle gone awry when lyle can't decide which matters worse most nina or mary jane that's a good log line i'm in (laughs) so that's the only movie he's done so this is like i'm sure gonna give him a little bit of notoriety uh, he'll be directing some more shit in the future. Oh, yeah, that was really yeah. good. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't finish. Cause now, so now I'm I'm the I'm the bad guy. So uh, I think um, next week maybe we should do our best movies. I don't know. What do you think? Or do we still have okay. more weeks to go? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd rather wait because I mean, whatever we can. I, 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 still, I yeah. All right, there's a couple of movies I want to watch before we. Make I it. haven't. I mean, I just haven't seen anything. I don't. But what do I don't care? I I don't. We can wait until we get closer. To I, I'd almost wait for. I'd almost rather you just do it, and I could just tell you what I think of those movies because I my top ten is I don't, I'm, you know, and I'm a list guy, and I don't think I'm going to have a top ten out of. We're going to wait. Top ten is like we're going to wait until we get closer to fucking. Uh, to Oscar season or when the Oscars is like end of like March or right. Something right. Okay. And then anything post Oscars will be next year's. Sure. It's going to be weird. I don't like what pandemic's done to our lists. Yeah. Maybe we should just keep it as 2020. Um, all right. Well, uh, enjoy your weekend, buddy. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it. Girl Scout cookies uh, off the air. Great. Come. Later.